Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Simulation. Tamale. MRI. Hazmat suit. <laughs> Actually, your, your name is Joe. Oh, yeah, okay. you're Joe. Thank you. It has been, uh, what, it's been a while. Couple weeks. Couple weeks. We took off, had to do a little vacay, went down and saw some family in beautiful downtown Austin, Texas. And it was fun. You know what I saw? I've been there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's every time I go back, it is, what the fuck? Like, what, every other city, it's like, what are you, what are we doing? Look at Austin. Texas doesn't like it though. Any well, too bad. And any place you go in Austin, you're like, this might be the coolest restaurant I've ever been to. And you're like, anyway, where are we eating at next? Mm-hmm. Get a little nap, and then you go to that one, you're like, this might be the coolest restaurant I've ever been to. The city's just fucking cool. It's funny though, the way people like people outside of Austin view it. Mm. It's kind of like the Eastern Washington people, how they feel about Seattle. <laughs> yeah. It's just they just fucking hate it. Or how everybody feels about Idaho. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, have you ever been? They're like, no, but I don't want to. It's like, we may go take a peek. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> take, take a peek. It's, it's a beautiful. Pretty... Beautiful. Uh, but I saw my first <clears throat> cyber truck mm, in the water. It's ugly. Oh. Ah, yeah. What? Uh, we went to this place, uh, the outskirts of Austin, kind of like an orchard type thing, brewery, food and fun for the whole family mm. type of type of thing out there. And I had to sit in the parking lot because we were waiting for my brother. And then across the way was a cyber truck. And it was so funny. I mean, immediately caught my attention. Kids were like, whoa! And we were just loving it. But watching like um, the dads and their kids with their wives and they're walking through the parking lot to go into the you know the orchard brewery thing and every single dad just abandoned their family like a little double take and they're like oh <laughs> yeah. they just be walking they got their glasses on got their beer drinking shirt on and they're walking they, they just catches their eye and they're like see you later they're like i'll meet you guys inside and they walk over they do that dad pose and they're you know looking mm-hmm. in the doing the scrunchy nose looking in the window and then they pop up you know, like, like like an ostrich 
and mm, like, yeah, like yeah. look around. And another dad's looking. He goes, mm-hmm. and they point, see they, that. They both point to it, like yeah. And then that dad leaves their family. Before you know it, there's five dads looking at this fucking Cybertruck, standing around, I, arms crossed. I was one tires. of them. I was one of them. Was like, it's like God. Just and everyone said the same thing. They're like, oh man, I just wish it wasn't so ugly. <laughs> yeah because i mean it does it has it has a presence to it i mean it's Listen. ugly compared to what it's compared to right right is sure. it ugly though if all cars were squares it's pretty jagged it's, it's jagged. kind of like a there's like no a, sex it'd be like so cars have you ever like noticed this between uh like cars and sexuality like the curves oh yeah like a big ass on a dually mm. like that's a you're, like, mm. it has the it has an ass look mm-hmm. to it and you're like yeah, I, I could fuck it or fuck with it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, how many tailpipes that fucking mm. dually got? <laughs> I could Four? Fill, fill that. I need some more friends. Yeah. Need some more friends Truck to fucking orgy. fill up this dually. Yeah. Um, no, it has that look. It has like a it has like a sexy body look to it. And this Cybertruck is like fucking a polygon. Mm. Like it's just like if you're a dating Tomb Raider. Like the very first oh, Tomb yeah. Raider, pony tits. Yeah, from like the, the, like the PS One Tomb Raider. Yeah, and you're like, I mean, I guess it's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Madonna did that back in the eighties, <laughs> right? The pointies, yeah. Yeah. So just picture that. Mm-hmm. Carrie uh, or Katy Perry with the fire or the fireworks shooting out of her titties. She's the one person that I feel disappointed that never showed her boobs. <laughs> like I feel like everyone else finally did at some point, but she never did. She is bummer. Like, no, no they bummer, dude. <laughs> Such a bummer. <laughs> I don't want to be like in everyone world else. Anymore. It got they got exposed in their Apple <laughs> account or whatever. Right. Like you, you got you got to see them somehow. Mm. But like her, no. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of that, like mm. that was one of the things that drove me to the Tesla because do you remember in Back to the Future Two? Remember when Doc and Marty are hanging out? They it, the police car that picks mm-hmm. up. Yeah. What's her name? It's that when I when the Tesla came out, I was like, oh my, because that was my, I was like, that's my dream car. Back in whenever that came out, mm-hmm. like 1990, I was like, I want a car that looks like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it took 30 years, <laughs> but they finally did it. I was like, that's my fucking car. And you've been erect the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember way back in the 80s, there was an Australian show, oi, oi, and it had futuristic cars like that. And it looked just like that. Yeah. Thing. You remember Which, that at all? The Tesla or the Cybertruck? Cybertruck. Hmm. Yeah. When I saw the Cybertruck, I was like, that dude watched that show that I can't remember. Mm. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think the DeLorean's ugly, but the Cybertruck, it just has a, it just, there's just a lot. I don't know. Well, you, well, they'll start appearing in a neighborhood near you and you can get a peek for it. But it does have a DeLorean vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. Just more exaggerated. Like just like purposefully. And no so, cocaine in the seats. Just so we're clear. <laughs> I'm not talking about the DeLorean. I know you're not. I know you're not talking I, about the I police just, car with the big thinking. swooping. Yeah, I was just curve. thinking, thinking. He's yeah. getting ahead of us. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think about fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What like, would I fuck a Cybertruck? Yeah, I don't know. I fucked a DeLorean. Was it silver or black? The one I saw. Yeah, I think they're all silver, aren't they? I saw. Oh, there's I some saw a black, black one. <sighs> See, now there's there's a different cut out there. I don't. When it, the black makes it look completely different, the, I bet it does. The silver makes it look like a like a refrigerator mm-hmm. or something like a like a stainless steel refrigerator, like a refrigerator that a five year old drew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, this is a fridge. You're like, I don't think so. You ever seen people do like they'll they'll take like a kid's drawing and then <laughs> they'll it, take an actual <laughs> picture so, of a horse and give it like four, eight so legs. Good. That that's what the Cybertruck seems like. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah I right. want one though. I want that triple motor. So I know. Powerful stuff, but I guess thought I'd share that with everybody. We're doing lap time on the show today. Yay. Zach, what are we talking about? That you probably live in a video game. 
Nope. Nice segue. So I forgot I didn't have a straw. <laughs> the ice was just. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. So, okay. So that's, nice. that's really all. I've got about 15 proofs that you live in a simulation mm-hmm. that'll get your brainy meats, you know, kind of frying out. Okay. No, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, and we do have a little space bag update before we get into the show today. Sent in by bag. our son, Andrew. Says, hey, guys, I'm listening to this week's episode where the astronauts drop tools from the ISS. Mm-hmm. To clear up the debate, the tools will fall to Earth. Likely before the ISS does. They weren't thrown or launched, so they will have a lower velocity than the station they were dropped from. The ISS is set to re-enter Earth's atmosphere and crash into the Pacific Ocean on January of 2031. They actually have a remote area of the Pacific uh, designated for satellites to crash into. Point Nemo. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem with the bag of tools is that they, along with other space junk, could impact other satellites and cause a large and large fuck me and cause a large debris field that would be moving at thousands of miles per hour and potentially knocking out other stuff. The movie Gravity actually mm-hmm. showed the possibility of this happening and is 100% a real potential thing that could wipe out all satellite-based stuff like internet porn. Fuck oh. that. See. Right there. Now I care. On the bright side, the tools could burn up on re-entry or someone could get snap-on from God. I reread that last... (laughs) (laughs) Falls in his backyard. Sick, dude. (laughs) Cool, dude. Let's do it. Stay terrified of space junk. Well, thank you, Andrew. While you were reading that, Mm -hmm. my brain immediately went to gravity. Mm -hmm. When that shit's just flying through and ripping things to shreds. Yeah. Zipping through fucking shit up. Uh Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into the show. Relativity's... A all fun thing, right? <laughs> yeah, all, it is. It really is a fun thing. Like you feel like you like we're just sitting still, but we're not. No, we're not. Not even fucking close. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, will you tell Zach to do it? You don't have to yell at him. Just ask. Him. Hey, Zach, can you? Whatever. I don't know what's coming up next. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Shut. Shut up. Do it. Do it. <laughs> hey, shut up! Start the show already. I'm not a host. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yes, you are. I'm the color guy. <laughs> I just add the flame, baby. This is a fun one. And it's uh, there's a lot going on here. Okay. Sent in by our son, Greg. Says, would you rather have to drive the vehicle every time travel is required? I mean, plane, you fly it. Uber, you drive yourself there. Then let him or her have the driver's seat back. <sighs> you are you with whatever knowledge you have at the time. Oh, at the time. So right okay. now. Okay. Like an instant, like we couldn't just be like, all right, let me go take a look at some some flight. That's what I was flight. thinking. I was going to learn how to fly. <laughs> some YouTube fly videos. You're only going to fly once. <laughs> True. Or have the worst decision-making friend make all the important life choices for you. The time limit is one year of the black magic fuckery. <laughs> Well, first of all, you're not going to get to fucking fly shit. So that's a problem. Why? Well, because you're, well, you're not going to get your pilot's license in a year. Nor so, would the pilot let you that's fly why I, it. So there's two things. You have to either hijack the airplane to go on a family vacation to Disneyland. Not, not gonna in this climate. Well. <laughs> not in this climate. <laughs> no. Nah, you would have said that 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. They would have walked me up there and gave me my little... Pilot wings. No, remember how uh, that was over 20 years ago now? Oh, no. See, that's old. I don't like <laughs> yeah. that at all. Um, so, plane. Oh, happy we, 2024, everybody. Sorry. Didn't we say that last mm-hmm. episode? Did we? I, I don't, don't know. know. 
What year is it? I don't, yeah. I think we did. Who okay. knows? <laughs> but like, I think in this particular situation, do you have to assume that they would be like, okay, you can fly the plane? Well, it's all hypothetical. Be, so. Yeah. But to add more details and little uh, guidelines for this question, like you have to fly the plane or the security is so high. There's no way you're flying the fucking plane. I'm not just going to let you up there and take off with your family because you got to go meet your your brother in Denver. So that's out. And then Uber, I mean, I could. that's really funny too. And an Uber pulls up and they go, I'm here. And they, you're like, hey, honey, everyone, they're here. And you go out and just open his door. And he, and he gets just, out. And he just looks at you. You're like, I got, I'll take it from here. <laughs> All right. I got, I'm assuming, <laughs> see, I'm assuming everyone's in on it, but they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. So that's, yeah. is that the, so you, you, <clears throat> Because when he writes in that you're stuck with the knowledge you have at the time, mm-hmm. I think that assumes that you like you're going to have clearance to do these things. So you're going to be able to get the Uber driver out. You're going to be able to fly the plane. You're going to be able to conduct the fuck out of that train. You know what I mean? But you have to do it. It would get. I don't know. <laughs> listen, man. Dude, the idea of <laughs> like, sitting. Listen, in- I don't know. We just move on. Like after that, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. What are you thinking about, Joe? <laughs> I don't know, Not man. This. I don't know. That's crazy, though. <laughs> oh, that's so weird to think about, dude. Uh, the, the idea of being a pilot and sitting in, because like when you're in an airplane, you look out and you like you mm-hmm. see some clouds going by or whatever. Uh, but you look up straight and it's just you know it's the airplane. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're like. You're just kind of going along for the ride. You're in a weird movie that yeah, you can't control. Yeah, you yeah. Just, but if you're in the pilot seat and you're seeing out the front windshield, mm-hmm. like I don't, th- I don't know if I want that view, <laughs> dude. I just want that. That'd be so fun to see that view. I don't know. It's t- also terrifying. There's also no like uh, point of reference. So yeah, how cool it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Unless you're, not, you're landing or taking off, right, you have no idea how fast you're going. You just all you see is unless sky. you see a storm. Coming your direction, or another plane, or a yeah. building. See, that's the too th- soon. That's the thing. It's okay. like, well, that's two nine eleven references. I know. I'm just keeping it going. Um, that's the whole thing. I'm saying, like, if if you're in the back and like you run into something, you don't even know you did it. But if you're in the pilot seat, you're like, fuck, we're gonna hit that mountain. <laughs> oh no! Whoops! Shit! Ah, goddamn! I should have known about that. <laughs> I should have learned how to fly this plane. <laughs> Would be a lot cooler if I knew how to fly this fucking airplane. <laughs> God, Do you sucks. get a co-pilot? Like, because there's yeah, a pilot, sure. and co-pilot. So you kick the pilot out of the seat, mm-hmm. and now you're in charge. But mm-hmm. you've got a co-pilot there, right? Yeah, to so, walk you through it. <laughs> you sit down. You're like, all right, thanks, Captain. And then you're just like, you got it. And you just switch seats. Yeah, yeah. Like we're all gonna die if you let me do this. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> Today's your big day. <laughs> Today's your big day, Bob. Well, here's the. Oh shit! What is that? Oh well, remember the the phone we had installed in here? No. Oh, we got it. That's right. Can I answer it? Okay, okay, okay. Hello? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's right here. All right. Is it my mom? Don't. I'm not here. Uh, okay. I'm not here. N- okay. So, uh, I'll ask him. That sounds like Do you mom. have your... Uh, I said I'll... One sec- I'll ask my him. My hepatitis B shot? No, 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 no. Um, how far is your... Like your warranty on your car extended i did it pretty far how how it's like a javelin i threw it way out (laughs) i don't know where it landed how how far how far is the uh, recommended amount to extend it 
He said five or six years. And the and you guys have different. You have a five and a six year plan. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I think you should just call him back. Can you guys call Can- you back? Fucking never! Quit calling our phone! <laughs> How'd they get this number? I have no idea. That's it's fun. on the wall, actually. That's fucking so. No, that's your number. Uh, sorry about that. They get, well, how do they find us? I don't it's know. It's like literally everywhere. Well, de- debt collectors know where you are mm. all the time. It's like they're basically um, personal or detective, like uh, whatever they're called. <laughs> A PI. Yeah. Yeah. Personal, private private investor. That's what I'm thinking. Private personal, dick. personal investor. Yeah. Personal <laughs> investor or private investigator. Which one would you rather have? A personal investor. <laughs> for sure. That 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 like uh that means things are going pretty good. Mm, PI means right, things right. are going pretty bad. <laughs> that's true. If you have one or your life two different roads. <laughs> Way <laughs> different. <laughs> Private investor. The luxury of a personal investor. Yeah. Versus fuck. a private investigator. Yeah. yeah. I gotta. I gotta know if she's fucking <laughs> sneaking around. Unless on. you're hi- hiring a PI to follow around your PI to right. make sure they're investing your funds properly. Maybe they're embezzling your funds. You see, so it's not always personal okay. embezzler. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so back to the back to the question here. I, I think it's funny to just like get the Uber driver and you're like, oh, just give me your, get out, get out of the car. Put him in the trunk. Yeah, some Grand Theft Auto thing. Or he squeezes in like the middle seat, like, <laughs> half the fan. Oh, excuse I, me. I, I forgot I was going to say, would your, let's say you're going to, okay, here we go. Okay. I'm, I'm getting ready to take a trip in a few weeks with the whole family on an airplane. If I had to fly the plane, do you feel confident taking your family on that flight? These are personal questions. And how, I mean, how hard could it be? <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, they have autopilot. Like, they, once you're up take there. Take off, landing. I mean, how hard can it landing be? Landing would be, like, I feel like taking off would be okay. You just give it some gas. I mean, there's some, and then, there's some learning curves, but here's how I look at it. Can someone do it? Can a lot of people do it? Do a lot of people do it successfully every single day? The answer is yes, but like, I can do it. That's good confidence. Like it's good not. Confidence. It's not fucking like, like if you look at I don't know comparing it to sports. I watch brain like surgery. Brain surgery. But a lot of people do that too. But they also fuck it up a lot, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like but you things. have you have a couple hundred lives in. You know, like a doctor, you're 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 operating on one guy's brain. If you mess up, <laughs> right. one guy dies. Right. A pilot, if you mess up, imagine, you're taking out families. A doctor running around a warehouse of 200 people doing brain surgery on all of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know, it's gonna be gonna be dicey. The first flight you take, take off. I'm comfortable. I can pull the thing back. Mm-hmm. Landing, you just mind the seatbelt sign. <laughs> my last flight it's gonna be rough my but, but i'm flight, gonna learn i'm gonna learn from it landing in spokane it was so foggy mm-hmm. we went down and we were probably like 10 feet from the yep. thing and he pu- he pulled back up he's and like, we nope. circled yeah he's like no thank you yeah and it, it's kind of like unsettling You're like yeah oh, he didn't like that but he also knew oh yeah he's like i'm not gonna try it right yeah things weren't right so that's that's good imagine well, if pilots are nervous all the time every time they take off and land i, I wonder about that? that all the time because i would be like <laughs> would no be my personality i'd be like fuck right oh, God, I hope. And freezing they, up they like, what in, they come walking in with their suit 
or in their their bag, rolling it up like like you're going a, to your job to, to do anything. That's all, what's crazy. All calm and stoic, yeah. And if I open that carry on, I expect it to be t- like perfectly packed. Oh, yeah. Everything is but, military. Dude, the idea folded. of a low confidence, low self esteem <laughs> yeah. intercom announcement from the pilot. <laughs> oh. Hey guys, uh, oh fuck, we're, we're heading to Albuquerque probably. He's like, oh, God, oh my God, we're at thirty six thousand feet, it's so high. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like, fuck, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I've been dreading this for the last two and a half hours. <laughs> Prepare for landing. <laughs> He's like, uh, we'll see how it goes. He goes, oh geez, oh <laughs> fuck me. Least favorite part. Let's do it. Prepare for. you're like what is he crying is he laughing where am i yeah just no confidence it's about uh, i don't even know how warm it is you know uh i always forget how warm it is in cleveland (laughs) (laughs) we're going down and you hear like all the like the co-pilots like calm down craig craig you got this we're fine we're fine we're fine we're thirty-six thousand feet in the air <laughs> you know when you get to ten thousand feet and they're like, ah, all right, you can now use your shit. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if the pilot got on, he's like, all right, everybody, we're at ten thousand. Oh fuck, fuck, that's it. way down there. Oh Whoa. my I, god, I didn't. It didn't really hit till I said it out loud. <laughs> uh, oh, look, I'm looking out the window right now and holy fuck. shit! If if anything goes wrong, I hope you guys don't hold me accountable for dying because <laughs> yeah. we are so high up. On the left, you will see uh, the Cascade Mountain Range. On the right, whoa, whoa. that's a lot of water. <laughs> Does anyone have a barf bag? <laughs> He's like, I'm... and it's forty five degrees in Cleveland. Have a good flight. <laughs> yep. Well, uh... <laughs> or have your worst decision making friend make all the important life choices for you. So that's just like saying, or you just keep on making choices. Like that's how I read it. You just keep making all the choices you've been making, dude. Fucking keep rolling, buddy. No, but it's, uh, if we assume I get to fly stuff or, I don't know, I'm going to risk a year. I'm just going to keep it, I'm going to keep it low level, right? I'm just going to, I'm going to maybe take off some like, travel time. I'm going to do some staycations, you know, and walk. To, walk. We're doing a staycation. You, yeah, pack your bags. You walk your family to the hotel. <laughs> Dad, why don't we drive? Because <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to hijack every car you see. But um, <laughs> I'm just going to lay low, hope that no giant life in, like, impacting decisions are made in that year. And then just continue on and, and be a homebody for a year. Well, I mean, like, I can't, I can't risk it. I'm riding not... a bus. Like, you have to drive the bus <laughs> Excuse now. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what's the weirdest way to travel? Segway. Well, hot air balloon. Hot air balloon. Well, any, I'll take it from here, bud. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> How hard could it be? How hard could it be? <laughs> Even the masters run into power lines. I'm going to give it a rip. <laughs> hey, how long have you been flying? 50 years. Might as well be zero. <laughs> Do you know any tips or trips? Not, not really. Do you need any sort of certification to fly in a hot air balloon? <laughs> I think we looked it up. I think you got it. Okay. Just learn, know how to have a good time. Um, <clears throat> the certification, he says, roll with the punches. <laughs> <laughs> Just go where the wind takes you. <laughs> go where the wind takes you, young fellow. Uh, the, the, the bad decision thing is interesting because I've always done things very cautiously. Yeah. So, like, if you had the friend that's just like, whatever, dude, just fucking go for it, that'd be, that'd be rough because it's like, it's counter to every situation or every thought. 
your worst friend making or your worst decision making friend is just a hot air balloon th- enthusiast. <laughs> enthusiast. And you're like, I don't know, like my marriage is on the rocks. And I guess I feel like it's best for the kids if we just if we rip the band-aid off. He goes, dude, I don't even know. You should buy a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, dude, that's crazy. Let's go get in a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. You're like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> no, everything. The answer to everything is just go get go get in a hot air balloon, dude. You'll forget about it. <laughs> Put it on your credit card. Yeah. yeah and that's just yeah. all he says. Yeah. Like, you know how you make your worries go away? All the important life. He's hot like, air balloon. I have a huge investment opportunity. There's a startup company that's looking really good. And he goes, man, you know what I'd invest in? <laughs> hot air balloons <laughs> and you're like god damn it. and you have to mm-hmm. he's like no seriously that's what i would do and you're like fuck dude he's a hundred is this really what you do <laughs> fuck yeah dude <laughs> dude in a heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> and you're like god damn it it's a hundred thousand dollars right to a hot air balloon hot air balloon company <laughs> like one that makes like cool shapes and you're like wow fuck what am I doing <laughs> the idea of like having to like meet with the people too and you're writing this check mm-hmm and knowing it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. See, like any sort of any any idea I like guess. that, like <laughs> like any do anything that you do that is is against what your gut tells you is so rough mm-hmm. to do because you're like, I know this isn't right. I know this isn't right, and to have to do that all the time basically go against every yeah. thing instinct. your instincts. Yeah, you just gotta just gamble it every time. Uh, I have to get this off my off my brain, and it's dark. Uh, and then we'll move on. Okay. But okay, your mom's really sick, right? It just it's end of life, and your family's all around her. And for whatever reason, your this friend is also there, the worst decision friend. He's your best friend too, just you know. And you're sitting there, and you guys are just like thinking it and talking over the doctor. And you're like, and he's like, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? And you're like, oh, can you turn to your friend? You're like, what do you think? Should we pull the plug? And he just goes, tough decision. <laughs> tough decision, but that is more room in the basket. <laughs> and you're Still like, with the hot air <laughs> And you're like, what? And he goes, I'm just saying, dude. It's like, I mean, do you want to make an extra ham sandwich? Like, before we go on that big trip? <laughs> and you're like, are you kidding me? He's like, pull it. Pull it. You're gonna, you'll thank me later when you get to stretch those little toesies out. <laughs> uh, that's, get her out of here. I love that almost like... <laughs> Every situation comes back to the hot air balloon. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. His entire his identity is, is, hot just, is hot air balloons. <laughs> yeah. The whole time he's there comforting you. He's like, I could be in a hot air balloon. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, is this she going to die soon? Because I, <laughs> I want to get up in the air. <laughs> I really want to get up there. He's looking at what time it is. He goes, fuck. The, wind, <laughs> the winds are going to die down. <laughs> the winds are going to change any minute. No. He's looking out the window. It's like, there's a hot air balloon festival, and he's just fucking. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, just pull I'm, the plug. It's like I hope you appreciate that I'm with you right now. Look out the window. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm just you know I'm not just blowing hot air up your ass here. <laughs> we need to get out there. This could be the. <laughs> it's like a surfer looking at the waves yeah. and be like, dude, this storm is gonna bring in the best set of waves. You got to pull the plug ever right now. You, you, have, you have to pull the plug. We have to go get pitted. I love, I love that idea of, as like a hot air enthusiast is like a, like a surfer mm-hmm. who's waiting for that perfect wave. Oh yeah. And they're just like, dude, the jet stream, mm-hmm. it's like, it's going to be zipping. This going to be awesome, dude. I cannot wait. The barrels. They're like gauging <laughs> birds and shit. They're like, look at the eagle, man. That's mm-hmm. perfect out yeah, there. Your, your best friend's a bird watcher enthusiast. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, but if you keep fucking this bitch alive. 
We're going to miss the blue-footed booby. <laughs> See you. you know the blue-footed booby only comes around <laughs> once every six months. Comes around once every hot air balloon festival. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can see the blue-footed booby. <laughs> she, she, she would want you to yeah. see the blue-footed booby. You know that. <laughs> she probably has a tattoo on her. She doesn't. Just pull the plug, dude. <laughs> we can look right now. Pull the plug. Pull the fucking plug. Uh, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick have worse decision-making friend. Make my decisions and just lay low for a year. Because it says life-changing. So I'm going with that. Because I'm just going to get on airplanes and enjoy myself. Yeah? I'm going to go. I'm going to go the other way. Just for funsies? No. Just, just to because, get, on a, get on a hot air balloon? Be, just because I don't want other people making decisions for me. Mm, well, you might regret might regret that one. I'll just lay low. Yeah. Well, okay. I got you. Fair. All right. I'll ta- take it. I think it's easier to lay low and not travel than it yeah. is to lay low. and Because you still have to make decisions in life. Well, it's just life. Yeah, life changing. That's not like, what are you eating? And blah, blah, blah. It could be. What if you ate the... Like something that you're allergic to. It's like <laughs> you're starving. Should I eat this mushroom? He goes, yeah. You're you're like, yeah, you're like, do you have any idea? You what have you're a talking peanut about? allergy. No. And you're like, just fucking eat it. You're hungry, dude. Fucking eat it. That's how you get over a peanut allergy. You eat the peanuts. That's you're why like, we have peanut allergies because people aren't eating enough peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move off to what are you thinking about, Zach? Hey. Hey, what's up, babe? What are you thinking about? Ah, uh, you know nothing. Actually, you know what? I'm thinking about a lot of shit. What are you thinking about? All right. We'll get off to Dick here in just a second. We do have some really fun stuff coming up there. I'm that hog. God, we haven't said that in a bit. Oh, fucking sweaty, <sighs> greasy. Maybe next week we should do a big dick. Right big after thick old <laughs> purple engorged penis. Right after a mediocre treadmill run hog. Mm. Like it's still you could probably still put it in you, but you don't want to. What? What? <laughs> All right, so. Going out to dinner at a super fancy restaurant. Okay. Bouncing back to Austin. Fancy place that we went to. We get it. Shut the fuck up! You get to travel. We get it. (laughs) So I was in Austin, fancy restaurant, and we showed up there. I was thinking about like the last fancy restaurant that I went to had like this concierge, Mm. like a bathroom attendant, right? And I I was like, Say back room or bathroom? (laughs) Both, baby. You fucking just hanging out in the back room. He's like, Hi, may I offer you a refreshment and a rim job? You're like fuck yeah, in that dude. in that order, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they want a little minty feel Pass back there. Uh, with a had a bathroom person there. What is, it, what is the like the actual? Is, is it can't be a concierge. No, a concierge is where you go to get information, right? But yeah, let's go. Well, you can probably get it from him too. Yeah, uh, ask him his political okay. views on. Let's go with bathroom attendant. Okay. Uh, and it was like a BA in the <laughs> little little BM uh, bathroom man master. <laughs> master uh and it was like a fancy restaurant type bar situation the last time i went so that's where this guy was hanging out i guess i guess being from a small town you don't see that in this area very often and it was just really funny to me that some dude's just sitting out so when we went to this restaurant i i was just thinking internally i was like how funny would that be i'd like i would love to just go in there and see another one that was just so fun um but then when i went to go use the bathroom at this fancy restaurant it was just like a toilet in a room Mm. Like it had marble. It was a nice bathroom, mm-hmm. but it was just a toilet, like no stall, no nothing. It was, just, that was all that was in there. And while I was peeing, I was laughing so hard thinking if there was a bathroom <laughs> attendant in there. Yeah. When yep. it's just a single bathroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> just a guy, a guy in a tuxedo, like you have to take a shit and you, like you open the door and he goes, hello. And you're like, uh, <laughs> hi, 
And he, Good he, day, sir. He's like, don't mind me. And he like turns and faces the marble. He goes like, <laughs> he, <laughs> he yeah. gives you like the hand direction, like here's the toilet. <laughs> There's red carpet to the toilet. <laughs> and he goes, don't mind me, please. And you're like, okay. And you like, you, you sit down and he's just standing, <laughs> staring at the wall in a tuxedo. <laughs> like, what are you doing there? And it's one of those poops like, (laughs) 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 you know that, (laughs) you know that where you fart first, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) like sliding in like just a, like a gaping whistle. (laughs) Like it's not the right slide whistle sound. It doesn't go like, (laughs) it just goes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it does a Tim Allen. <laughs> but he's standing there and he's like, and he just goes, they still doing the lobster deal? <laughs> they still got all you can eat oysters out there? Uh, did and you're you try, like, did you try uh, the veal? I'm like, yeah. You're like, uh, no, I think that's on Tuesday. And he's like, oh, pardon me. Pardon me. So, oh, that's, that's all right. It's Wednesday. I must have lost track of my days. And he just goes, and you're just like, yeah, I see that. What happened? <laughs> And you're like, yeah, it must be hard to keep track of days. There's no no windows in here. And he's like, yep, there's no windows. <laughs> no fan, Hi, no window. Would you like some Febreze? And you're like, how much is it? And he's like, only two dollars. It's on the house. <laughs> on the house. On the house because I'm going to die. Yeah. And you just have to give him tips. Oh, man. But like the idea of someone having just a friendly conversation with you and then trying to slide in shit to, to sell you along the way. Mm-hmm. Like must be a big occasion then for you, sir. Like mm-hmm. no one, no one comes out to Charlie's without celebrating something big. You're like, oh, you know, it, it is my birthday, and you're like, and you nothing, nothing goes better with birthdays than Mentos, and you're like, <laughs> what? Or this toilet paper? And you're like, you're, you start looking around for toilet paper, and it's he not, has it. He has it. <laughs> it's on his thumb, and he's like five bucks, and you're like, oh, oh fuck, you son of a bitch, you sly dog, you sly dog. But how fun, just. Any sort of interaction being trapped in a one bathroom with a bathroom attendant type situation. Imagine if any place had a an attendant, like a gas station. <laughs> yeah. Like the shitty. Whoa. And he's just got to stand in that fucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. Even at a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. He's just standing, like you're in there breathing in everyone's shit mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Have Your you entire ever, shift. Have you ever, like, they hand you the towels and stuff, and then they give you, like, you're like, oh, you just did the things I was going to do, but I mm-hmm. guess I'll give you two bucks or whatever. And I'm guessing now they have to have a little square reader. Oh, like a POS. <sighs> that is so funny. Imagine a bathroom attendant at Taco Bell. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's special. Yeah, but he's got <laughs> sounds the like, horror stories. Sounds like you got the number three. Is that a chili cheese chalupa? Nice. <laughs> is that a chili cheese chalupa? You tell me, buddy. <laughs> Yep. Dude, it's bad enough when you know, like, if you go to a friend's house or whatever, and you have to take a shit, it's bad enough, like, knowing that there are people outside the bathroom that can maybe mm. hear you, let yeah. alone a guy standing in the thing just staring at you. And what is it with some toilets? Like, they're just amplified, like, they are purposefully oh. designed. Yeah, especially to- one of those, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> it's, just like, it's, just, it's just like a nice pop. Yeah. It's like whoever made it was just laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, getting engineered somewhere. And he goes, how can we make farts the loudest? And they're like shaping the bowl perfectly. Just like, yeah, it's, it's like Lumen Field. That's why <laughs> Lumen Field's so loud. The roofs come over the top, it traps yeah. the sound. God. Same thing with the toilet. It's so funny how we all know that fart. Every single human <laughs> knows that one, like that, that puncher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then it, 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 it 
it echoing off uh, fucking porcelain. <laughs> you sit down. I'm just picturing sitting down, taking a shit at your friend's house, and you're just kind of looking around for a second. It's all sound insulated. And you're like, that's weird. Why do they have that? And goes, <laughs> oh, I just had to stop oh, uh, getting oh, off the why. bathroom attendant for a second. But still at a restaurant. So we ate, we uh, went to Olive Garden. Yeah. And uh, fuck t- me up. Oof. I lo- love a good Olive Garden. Classy, classy <laughs> I love, Italian I love, outfit. I love a good Olive Garden. Uh, like there's some that are good and some that are bad. Well, you never know. There's all, there's a slight, <laughs> it's a sliding bargain? skill. Olive <laughs> <laughs> No olives. <laughs> It's Olive a little... Garden right next to his Olive Bargain. The sign's like <laughs> falling down. <laughs> you can go get an Olive Garden, a classy. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you guys still, you guys have still the never ending breadsticks. Like no, go next door to Olive <laughs> yeah, Garden. Yeah, yeah. You can have. You get limit two. Yeah, you get stuff here. You go. You get nothing. This is Olive Bargain. Uh, so it's also going like the, you have the attendant in there. You feel like you. I would feel obligated, like I'd have to fucking talk to the guy. Yeah. So it's not so awkward, even though maybe it makes it more awkward. But I've noticed this about restaurants, especially at Olive Garden. They, when they're walking you back to the table, they're always like they're walking through. Then they, they kind of turn on their shoulder, like out, you, you out celebrating anything tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, just celebrating, eating. I you know? wish. Like if I'm, ce- am I really going to fucking Olive Garden to celebrate <laughs> something? You know, what's the big occasion? Yeah, they they always. It's like they. I think that. They instructed to do that now. Mm-hmm. I don't get why though. I like, think a lot. Well, I think there's a lot of a lot of people. That's a that's the that's the whole funny part about it. Like it's a big deal. We've talked about that too. Like growing up in the small town. Oh yeah, we would grow it, and we would go to fucking beautiful Twin Falls, Idaho. Mm-hmm. And we had an Olive Garden. Yeah, it was. It was you guys are like, did you bring your suit? Mm. Like, no, but I got this fucking clip-on tie. Mm-hmm. Will that work, Mom? Our Olive Garden was downtown Spokane. Like, yes, it you was. You go with your tux on for dinners. At the, I know. Uh, I used to drive shit. up from Moses Lake to go. We would go <laughs> out there. We'd look at Christmas lights, and we'd go to, like, Old Spaghetti Factory sometimes, but also Olive Garden. Because to us, Olive Garden was this crazy Italian mm-hmm. gourmet. Experience. It really yeah. was. I was picturing you. A little you. A little 12-year-old bribe guy. And you just go, your family go, and you get driving to town, off garden, you are stuffed. You're laying your head on the window, driving back by the Moses Lake Fountain. Mm. You're like, does life get any better? <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> I'm the luckiest man alive. Oh, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> oh, look at all these. <laughs> you have a breadstick in your fucking shirt <laughs> yeah, pocket. Like, <laughs> like all these all these people that didn't get Olive Garden tonight. God, man, what a bummer. <laughs> do, they have, do they even know? Do they even know what they're missing? <laughs> I have to tell everyone. I toured Italy. They do. <laughs> it's like I'm envious of them because they don't know what they're missing. Mm-hmm. Like every night that I don't get Olive Garden <laughs> is a bad night. Ignorance is bliss. And you just take a bite <laughs> of your breadstick out of your pocket. Every time I go in there, and I did this the last <laughs> time. The fountain's looking good tonight. We, uh, we, <laughs> is it me or we the breadstick's talking? Dude, we had this guy that was like very, <laughs> you know when you get a waiter that's like, okay, I feel good around this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can tell some jokes and he, like he gets it and all that. Uh, because what I always try to do, I, I base it depending on the the, the uh, fucking waiter. <clears throat> uh, he brings out some more bread. And I'm like, all right, we got okay, a whole we're thing. We're gonna of, be friends. <laughs> we have a whole thing of bread, like right at the end. And then I was like, 
What if like more bread found its way out here and then like, but it was in a like a to go bag? You know, <laughs> make it as awkward. He's like, I got you. I'm like, fuck yeah, you do, dude. So he <laughs> you brings you it out. A little handshake. Moment? Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of like a you got mm-hmm. you got it. Fuck yeah, dude. So <laughs> we had two to go <laughs> bread bundles. Bre- and he was like, dude, don't microwave this. When you get if you're gonna eat this later, put it in the the oven. Put it on like five minutes at three fifty. <laughs> Mike, I was like, oh, yo. he's right. Yeah. yeah, he was. He leans in. He goes, bro, pro tip. Don't microwave this. Mm-hmm. When it gets home, throw it in the trash can. Because <laughs> it's not going to be as good. It's not, ever be as good as it's this never right gonna, It's never going to be good. And you'll be let down. And you're like, what? And he goes, love you, buddy. Trust, trust me. Love you. Trust you, your guide. Get kisses your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when. And the he doesn't stop it? kissing your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when. <laughs> Grinding cheese in your hair and kissing your forehead. <laughs> okay, we have to move on. Okay. We got to keep rolling. Right. Zach, just go to the next thing. Is it dumb? Is it interesting? Is it cool? Then it's dick. dick. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, the thing that happened is uh, got you know obviously on the surface not not that funny. Uh, this was sent in by Wes. But <laughs> so the headline reads MRI mishap patient shoots herself in buttocks mm. after magnet triggers handgun. You guys ever have to have uh, you ever got to have an MRI? Two of them. Nice. Zachy Poo? Uh-uh. <clears throat> I had to do it back when my I used to get like the worst headaches that the doctors thought I had a brain tumor. I had to get them on my knees to know if my ACLs were torn. Mm. And I had really really little kids at the time. And, I mean, it was like the most relaxing 45 minutes. Even with that sound? Well, it was soothing. Oh. It was like, because uh, I was not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. And But I was still here like, don't move, because we had to start all over. So I was like on the verge of dozing off, but I would keep, I was trying to keep myself awake so I wouldn't fall asleep and then like, mm-hmm. and then have to do it over again. He's like, no, dude, you could have slept. I'm like, fuck. Why don't you tell me that when I was going on? I need to tear my ACL more often, dude. (laughs) This is awesome. It speaks to how hard it is raising tiny kids when you'd rather lay down and listen to gunfire Mm -hmm. than be at home. The report said the incident happened back in June, but the report didn't indicate which hospital. That was my biggest concern. Mm. I was just making sure I never went to get a fucking MRI at this this hospital. Mm -hmm. The FDA said a 57-year-old woman was brought in the magnet room. The handgun was attracted to the magnet, which caused it to fire. So hot, dude. The woman was... Dude, I love magnets. <laughs> love so magnets as most, almost as much as I love bread <laughs> As much as the next guy. Listen. <laughs> I love a magnet as much, <laughs> much as, as the, the next, next guy. guy. <laughs> but I'm not going to be... I'm not going to go fuck it or anything. Uh, the woman was shot in the right buttock area. However, the wound was described as small... And superficial. In other words, that's doctor speak for quit being a bitch. Yeah. The ident- uh, unidentified patient is said to be doing well. According to the report, the machine's manufacturer, GE, is investigating the incident. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate talk, man. That what, is so- what did you find out? Uh, mm. She brought a gun in her pocket <laughs> and, it, and it went off. And, and then that was, that's that was, pretty much it. And that was bad. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Don't do that. But I guess picture <laughs> this woman. <clears throat> she's, she's walking in to get an MRI. And the, do- the doctor or the, the nurse, whoever is prepping for the MRI, like, is just looking at this ki- the clipboard. Clearly has a holstered gun. <laughs> he just goes, I'm going to ask you one more time. <laughs> Are you 100% positive 
you don't have a gun on your right hip. <laughs> Very specific. And she goes, quit asking me. Yeah. No, I don't have Dude. a fucking gun. And just, you just start like hitting the clipboard and it gets their head. Just like, fuck, it's going to be bad. All like, right. Like, I can't take this off of you. So you need to tell me. Head on in. But just, <laughs> so, it, you know, it just reminds me of just like asking so many questions and you're, mm-hmm. and you don't get, and you're like, I can see it. Yeah. Are you positive? Like, it's bulging. They're walking. Are you sure you don't have a 1911, <laughs> a chrome 1911? <laughs> Whatever, 1911 mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Handgun. <laughs> Handgun on your right hip. Right now with a custom embroidered leather. <laughs> yeah, with your initials on it. <laughs> initials on it that says bad bitch. <laughs> Are you sure you don't have that with you today? She goes, no, I left it at home. I'm just like, stop asking me. I swear to God, I didn't come here for this type of treatment. And you're like, oh my God. All right. Open the door. Like, She's going to get shot. Just yeah. <laughs> kick her in. Everybody hide. Everybody, everybody get down. Everyone hide. Fucking Gina has a gun on her hip. Pop. All weird. What'd you tell me? <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, Mickey Mouse is getting an MRI. <laughs> or like, ask the questions like, you don't have nothing metal in your pockets at all. She goes, "No, okay, right this way." And you're walking her, it's just change noises, <laughs> like in her pockets. You're like, "Fuck!" I always do things when I'm when I get in the situation. Like, do you have any metal in you? And I'm like, just in my veins, bro. Duh. Sometimes I'll get a laugh. Sometimes they'll stare at me. I'm like, cool. Do you have any metal in you? You're like. <laughs> you tell know, me. You tell me. <laughs> Not a bomb. <laughs> I don't know. I just got here. <laughs> They're like, this guy's something is. We know this guy is a tumor, yeah. but I just want to make sure he doesn't have a gun in his pocket. <laughs> I don't have like, any guns. Like we all, re- we all think this guy is. <laughs> Dying of a brain tumor, right? Not we'll a agree bomb. on that. Yeah, like Zach said, not a bomb, not a bomb. <laughs> Walking into the MRI room. Hello, you. me, not a bomb. Yeah. Hello, me. <laughs> it's me again. It's me again, not a bomb. Dennis <laughs> done. Yeah. But it boop. Why did she feel the need to bring a gun? No one. I don't know this lady. Could you imagine? She's like, dude, if anybody tries anything. <laughs> and which hospital was just like, <laughs> all right, yeah, you can bring your gun. <laughs> I did, but I, like the idea of someone being like, oh, dude, I'm going to fucking MRI uh, today. Uh, whatever hospital. She's like, do you, you, you strapped? <laughs> you're yeah, bring I'm your, strapped. You bring your gun, right? Right. Of course. <laughs> imagine <laughs> being so paranoid, like you're laying in the MRI tube, your head first. And you're like, just gotta always be ready. <laughs> never <laughs> like, know. You never know when you're like, pew, like shoot off, like shoot your own feet. Like someone's coming in to take your shoes, and you're ready, and you're ready to shoot them. I, I, I just want to picture like the guy that's always like, I have this gun to protect myself, and <clears throat> it's fine. I also have one. <laughs> right. But it's like you feel so threatened that even in a situation like that, like a gang is gonna bust in. Mm-hmm. And you got to be ready at all times. Or yeah. the government's going to come for your gun while you're in a... <laughs> like a like a, like a pep talk from your friends or your spouse. We're like, what do I... Grabbing her, grabbing her by the shoulders. Like, all right, Gina. But remember what I always say. Yep. Having brain cancer is better than not having a gun. <laughs> That's right. That's so what get, I always... Now get the fuck in the MRI machine. That's right. Now get out of here. <laughs> slap, <laughs> slap, slap on the ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do I always say? Safety's off, right? It's better to have a brain tumor than to not have a gun. That's right. <laughs> That's what I always That's say. That's right. Now go to the hospital. All the kids, when they go to school, what always daddy always say? Mm-hmm. All the kids uh, standing there before they get on the bus. <laughs> better to have a brain tumor than not have, have a gun. gun. That's right. Love you. See you after school. That's right. You got your lunch? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Got your gun, you got your lunch. <laughs> got your lunch. You got your water bottle. <laughs> got that warm, yes, fuzzy, yes, dad, please quit shooting your gun in the air. Uh, His okay. dad is fucking... Uh, Rambo? No, uh, Yosemite Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you at home. I'll see you at home. He shoots his way down the street. It's like a jetpack. <laughs> just going down the street, just going... <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that pl- they're showing it to investigate that? And they're like, <laughs> how do- there's just bullet holes. <laughs> like, we don't know who did it. You're like, you just point to the trail of cracked concrete All going right into the house. house. Sir, do you the- have any guns on you? What did he, what did he mm-hmm. talk like? Why rabbit? <laughs> yeah. He's like, why you rabbit? I thought he was a little more wacky than that. <laughs> no. Like, oh, wait. Like, uh, why, 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 no. no, you was down. You, you, no, no. you wouldn't know. You, yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. I know. <laughs> I know you do. <sighs> okay, well, let's let's move on to the next dick. We gotta, okay. we gotta. We gotta we now to, you got me thinking got, about got some lap time. Maybe I'll look up what you somebody Sam sounded I'm like. I'm telling you right now. I thought he was a little more wacky. <laughs> like he stuttered. He stuttered a bunch. No, that's fucking Elmer Fudd. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't confuse those two. Last we wabbit. That was not the one. Well, Porky Pig stutters. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Still not it. I don't know who you're thinking Damn, of. Dude, I already found I it. wants me a super high power gold detector so I can find the mother load. I'm rich. I'm rich. Great horny toads. I'm a warning you. Y'all gone, idiot. Pesky critter. <laughs> oh, you pesky varmint. You better say your prayers. <laughs> oh, hey. I Ooh. told you. Whoa. <laughs> I won! I won! Okay. I still think it's a little bit deeper than that. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I don't. You radically read Looney Tunes racing Yosemite Sam voice clips. Okay. (laughs) So you tell me, dude. All right. Speaking of that. Okay. Um. Let's see the headline: Former U.S. Rep Myra Flores accused of cribbing others' pictures of Mexican food as her own cooking. Wait, what? Flores, who is challenging uh, U.S. Rep. Vincent Gonzalez for her, her old seat, is being accused of routinely stealing stylish photos of Mexican campfire cooking and passing them off as her own uh, I- idyllic. idyllic life uh, on a ranch. Man, that's, okay, that's pretty funny. And this bizarre micro-scandal that some have dubbed Grubgate, a former GOP congresswoman nice. who is running for her old seat in South Texas, being accused of routinely stealing photos of Mexican food from other social media accounts, <laughs> Passing them off as her own cooking. Is there anything that's so sad? Uh, and basically, yeah, it, she, they, people saw this and they're like, wait a second. Did, something didn't look right. They looked into it, realized she was stealing it and called her out on it. <laughs> they're like, no, that's my, clearly my tamales. Right. Yeah. It's like someone like, dude, I made that. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, which in itself is hilarious mm-hmm. and because anybody that anybody that's like a politician they're always trying to be hip or they're trying to they're they're trying to grab the attention of their base right like oh look at i'm so i'm so mexican or i'm such a foodie or mm-hmm. i'm whatever she's trying to do mm-hmm. but in that self <clears throat> that in itself is funny but what i thought was funny is like if you were doing this with 
other things. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's so fairly obvious, but you don't realize how fucking ridiculous it is. Well, she was also putting captions on it. She stole a photo and then put "Gorditas de Masas." Yeah, and she goes, "The ranch life with family is the best." Yeah, just that's so sad. Yeah, it's it's really what sad. The fuck? It's it's kind of like well, there's that Marjorie best tamales I've ever made. That Marjorie Taylor, whatever mm. the green or whatever her mm -hmm. name is. Um, I saw I've seen some posts of her like she's always like posting something about her with a a gun in front mm -hmm. of a flag or like in front. It's always like come and get it or whatever. It's like dude, yeah. fucking chill. Just you know like. God. Textbook um, pandering. So, but, and that, so all that's funny, but I just picture like if she was so clueless that she was doing this with other shit. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine if she was posting on her Instagram or whatever of like, here's me just like celebrating with my family, but like she, let's say she didn't have kids, mm -hmm. but she's like taking pictures of other people's kids <laughs> and like Photoshop, either Photoshopping or just like just the kids. <laughs> Always, always, always tying good, in ranch life. Yeah, it's always a good time when you're on the ranch with the kiddos. Mm -hmm. And it's That's like other people's good kids. Good to have, good to have good ranch kids. Raise them up right. <laughs> Raise them up right. Ranch kids. Hash brown. <laughs> Hashtag. Hash, hash brown. Hash brown ranch kids. <laughs> <laughs> Am it's I just, doing it right? Yeah. So <laughs> Am funny. I doing this right? <laughs> Am I doing this? Is this fine? <laughs> Am I on a ranch yet? <laughs> but imagine, like, if you stay take it a little further, where you're, you're like, they're kids of like prominent things, <laughs> or like her husband. Like, oh yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, it's always fun to, uh, you know, growing up on a ranch. And it's like a picture of like an actor, mm -hmm. like Brad Pitt. <laughs> you know, like something weird like that. Like, what? My brain just my go husband this way? Brad Pitt and I. Oh, what? My God, my brain just went so like just. Well, of course it did because you listen to the show. You ready? <laughs> just a picture of her. Just she's just sucking a fucking big ass dick. It's like nothing better than a fucking ranch dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like ranch dressing. <laughs> just overdoing the ranch thing. Everything is about you. Ranch. You know you got some good ranch kids when they watch you suck a big ranch dick. Hash <laughs> <laughs> Brown USA. <laughs> and you're like, what are we? What the fuck are we doing? And then people are like, oh, God, look how much she loves this country. God, she, I mean, God she, she loves this country. God, she loves ranch stuff as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting fucked on a ranch truck with your ranch husband <laughs> while your ranch kids watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't wait to have my own grand ranch kids. <laughs> One day I'm going to be a grandmother and have my own grand ranch kids. <laughs> ranch grandkids? <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, dude. <sighs> Too much. So funny. And so yeah. sad. It's the person they caught, that had to have been like, you, you. that's one where you, like you, you take your glasses off, you know, and you, and you, and you double check the website you're on. And you're like, am I fucking seeing this right? <laughs> Is my guacamole on her the, page right my now? My bowl that was vomited in. Yeah. I know that bowl anywhere. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, what the fuck is that? Is that my guacamole bowl? You're like, fuck me, dude. You have to like, you have to like open a new window to compare it. You're like, there's mm -hmm. no way she's just stealing guacamole picks. <laughs> you're like, damn, she's stealing guacamole picks. And then how do you bring that up? Like, how do you take like, to your friend circles? You're like, this is going to sound crazy, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Myra Flores, whatever was that, whatever the full name was, mm -hmm. stole my guacamole pick. <laughs> and you're, they're like, what? Why? He goes, I don't know. Check it. There's a picture of her with her. Fucking with a she's 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 sucking the my ranch off that fucking ranch dick. <laughs> that was my ranch. That dick. was my ranch, dude. Like, <laughs> is that my ranch in the background? They're just rolling up to ranch houses 
like b- trespassing and then getting out like picture picture and they take a picture and they just run back to the car mm-hmm. and on the way out they're tweeting like i love my big ranch house that's what i always visualize people are doing mm-hmm. like in those situations they're they're whatever it is they're like well they do that like that's a whole influencer thing now right like they just they'll go to a concert get a picture and leave so they can post and say oh i always love being at wherever or they're my favorite artist but you know i'm not sure if i brought this up on the show um but i've always wanted to do this but i just don't have the heart because it is it is dick to do but it is also so funny and i'm sure some people get a lesson out of it just pretend to go on a vacation Mm-hmm. have some pictures that are close and you're like eh, and you're doing like some selfie and then the rest of them are just pictures from hawaii mm-hmm. and just uploading like i love going to hawaii i can't go to i can't wait to go to chile next and you have some airplane photos and you just upload them and then at the end of all of it like after a month long to all these beautiful places you just go i didn't go fucking anywhere mm-hmm. this is the problem all of you that like my shit are just like oh my god he's doing all this cool shit mm-hmm. it's like just fucking shut up for a second I stole these all from Google mm-hmm. in other people's fucking profiles. I know of a band that did that a long time ago. They, like, pre- they uh, pretended to go to Germany and then they just hung out in their band space for like two weeks. <laughs> I don't know about posting pictures because it was pretty pre-internet yeah. and stuff, but it was. Yeah. They lied to their fans. They had a big party, a going away trying party. To be, trying to be bigger than they are. They had mm-hmm. a going away party? Yeah, to raise money <laughs> oh for their trip God. to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a it's in a book actually. They just kept the money. They're just speaking yep. in German. You're like, you guys are taking this too far. <laughs> uh, yeah, Show but it business. Just, I've, 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 I have thought about that. It'd be pretty funny to do. Could you imagine like and also so then tying this whole thing together like stealing someone's policy mm-hmm. like their their political policies or whatever. And <clears throat> I'm glad that I could get the new community center built. You're like, you had nothing. You just got here. <laughs> Like, what are you, you even trying to reach you? You've been out on your ranch. Like, that's, you have to have some sort of, like, that's like a pathological. It's a mental disease. Liar, where yeah. you're just, like, you can't tell the difference between reality and. Oh, politics. <clears throat> yeah. That's exactly what. Yeah. Do you think she was finding these pictures? Does she have, like, like a, a staffer? <laughs> just a picture finder? Yeah, I think like a this, staffer that's doing it. I think in this stage in her career, she's going out and finding tasty dishes. Like she just went to face, like went to Facebook and just typed in tasty Mexican dishes, and then just stole them. That's so, so weird. Like so you, sad. Like you're not gonna get caught. Mm. Anybody that thinks they can do anything and not get caught mm-hmm. now is crazy. Don't lie to the internet. <laughs> like you just like just, there's people out there that are like th- this. Mm-hmm. You had someone had to go wait a second, mm-hmm. and then it built and built and built till they figured it out. Like someone's out there doing that. Someone's out there listening to this podcast right now. And is waiting for, like, every time we say something doesn't mm-hmm. quite add up, mm-hmm. they're like, ah, I want to take a peek. Yeah, and then they're going to go look at their, ah, he got it. He said it. He meant it. Uh, every every food pick, she just rotates it counterclockwise one, 190 no, degrees. She flips it. <laughs> she just flips it. Yeah. And they, they, she gets caught because her tamales are backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, aren't your tamales backwards? You <laughs> shit. <laughs> Tamales oh my god, backwards. I know there's always the mouth is always supposed to be to the right. What was I thinking? <laughs> Horizontally flipping my tamales. Alright, okay, let's move off to lap time. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna have, get some brain stretching Go going ahead. in. Alright, Zach! <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, little chitrins. Why don't you come take a seat on Uncle Zaki's lap? Gather around, boys and girls. It's lap time with Uncle Zach. Sit on my lap, you little shits. Yay! Oh, hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. All right, I got shit for you. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. You can. We're going to look at the world in a weird way. Mm. Perhaps the weirdest way. I don't okay. know. I hope not. I will see. All right, so we're talking about the simulation theory, and I'm going to give you a bunch of proofs about it, okay? What, are you going to tell us what is the simulation theory? The simulation theory is that we're all living in a video game, basically. Nice. And I'll get into Who's it a, video a little game? bit more. It could be the Lord. Who made mm. it? Was it EA? Could be your parents. <laughs> it's a yeah. game. Is it Activision? In the game. All right. Well, the first of the proofs for simulation theory that are pretty hard to deny is, and I'm going to go soft to hard, soft to hard, you know, <laughs> just like I, normal. I do that all the time. <laughs> right? So am I. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first one, I think a lot of people know about the Mandela effect. Yeah. Okay. So Nelson Mandela, a lot of people thought he died in the 80s. But he, he did. But he died in 2013. Fuck. And there's a ton of those. Berenstein, Berenstein, Berenstein. Shazam. Berenstein yeah. Bears. Yep. Yeah. What, which one do you guys remember? Berenstein. Berenstein. Mm-hmm. All right. What about the cornucopia and the fruit of the loom? Do you oh, remember that? No, I got grape. <laughs> I guess you start yelling out flavors. Yeah. I no, want to hear all the flavors. Grapes. I think there's a there's a there's a lemon in there. But do you remember the actual cornucopia? The no. See, that's the weird thing. I kind of, but it could be it could be literally anything. But I learned about the word cornucopia by asking about that logo, so it trips mm-hmm. my mind out. Okay. But basically, the idea that history is kind of goofy in our brains and that we don't remember the same things is an idea that we might all be having different simulations. Yeah. All right. Next, this is another soft one. There's this is was written a lot of the the research that I did for this is in 2019. Okay. But, so. There's no aliens. Mm-hmm. And we've been sending shit to space for decades, and we still can't find any. So it, for a lot of people, and this gets really complicated, uh, basically there's not enough RAM in the universe for more than one giant civilization is the idea. That's wacky. What yeah. the fuck did you just say? And the idea that, you know, if you see all Zach. of our planets. Yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? Nothing. It just blew my, blew my mind to think that we're inside of like a computer tower. Possibly, right? <laughs> yeah. This is going to get weirder. So, okay. But another idea in this one is that all the animals on the earth, you know, millions and millions of species, and there's not one, not one in any other place outside of the solar system. So no aliens is kind of a, an interesting one. So that's mm-hmm. a soft one. Here's a hard one. 
electrons fuck with us. And you guys have probably heard about the, famic, the physics double slit experiment where electrons are fired at a photosensitive screen through slits in a copper plate. I know you guys know all about this. Mm-hmm. And it produces waves if you're not looking. And it produces particles if you are looking. <laughs> yeah. So basically what we learned is that electrons are dicks and they're fucking with us. So it, we're either in a simulation or magic is real. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. All right, okay. So next one, another hard one. This one's crazy. DNA can be affected by a computer virus. One more time. Your DNA can be affected by a computer virus. In 2017, uh, University of Washington, Go Huskies scientists, uh, proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. I mean, they weren't looking for simulation, but they found that. Mm-hmm. So either shovelcock, so it's not true, or mm-hmm. simulation. All right, and another one. This is a softer one. Uh, you may have noticed that in the world, we're always on the cusp of collapse. Climate, financial, World War III, there's always something that rivals that the sky is falling kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that maybe we're in an ancestor simulation and our creators wanted us to solve climate change problems, economic problems, cultural problems for their lives. So our simulators are using this simulation to fuck shit up and to see what happens so they can fix their shit. If you look around the world and you see all the governments that exist in all the different forms, it's like, well, they're just testing shit out. That's one of the theories. Do you know if, and this, maybe you don't, because it seems like a, like research is needed, how, how would ancestors benefit from fucking up current unless there's time travel? Well, if they're outside of the simulation, so there's... But our, how do they get outside? Well, that's the weird thing. Like, we created, they created a simulation, just like we create computer models for climate change and all the other things. And then they just did it and then vanished and then redid it? Well, they're not in the simulation. No. They're just using the simulation to... We're the simulation to figure out the, how they fix in their world, mm-hmm. right? And they're, and they're trying to match it as much as they can. So they were never... Got it. They were never here. Yeah. So right. the idea of the ancestor simulation is just watching multiple versions of a family go through and make decisions. So ancestors is the word that we have, but that's not actually what it is. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know necessarily. It's not my, my field, but this has been fun to research. All right, yeah. next one. This one's pretty hard evidence. Video games look real in real life. Like They uh, do now. Yeah. Well, well it's kinda. pretty crazy. The simulation theory itself, or the hypothesis itself, is if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality. If so, it would create many such simulations, like Grand Theft Auto and all that shit, uh, so there'd be tons of simulations and only one base reality. So statistically, we're more likely in a simulation. And the fun thing is to look at 40 years ago, we had Pong. And now we have VR Skyrim and all that shit. So if humans are not destroyed, the theory is that we will eventually be able to make a very convincing video game for us to live in. Mm-hmm. And if you look at video games now, we're not. Even if we just keep going a little bit, we're going to get there eventually. As yeah. long as we don't destroy each other. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Uh, thoughts. I have thoughts on that. All right. If you want to talk about them now, you can. If not, that's all no. Good. It was just like about like I. I think that human eyes, like it, it just our understanding and acceptance of like CGI or video games or graphics. Like think about just go back a handful of years. And you you were like fucking Avatar. It was fucking amazing. And you go watch it now, and you're like, what is this fucking knockoff? Like you're you just you get trained to this kind of thing. Like, even the next Grand Theft Auto that comes out, the best-looking video game, right, that we've dropped, or they're going to end up dropping, what was it, four, six billion so, making? Yeah, crazy. And I guarantee you're not going to pick it up and be like, am I, am I down the street? 
Like it's still going to look like a video game, but compared to what we thought was really realistic looking 10 years ago, it's, we just, we're going to be able to pick it out. You'll always be able to pick it out. If you have, if you have a trained eye, like that's just the way that humans are going to be. Even when it comes to VR, like something won't be quite right. It's well, getting, it's getting pretty close. Can though. I say something but to we'll, that? We'll just learn to that. We'll learn to that and move on. I, I, I agree that eventually it could get to a point where you cannot distinguish, but I think there's always go- it's going to be a long road before we can't fucking pick it out. Can I say something to that? No. Zach, <laughs> um, back to you. <laughs> so, uh, even though I like this is this isn't my thoughts on um, whether the simulation. This isn't, but. It's all depend. Like we grew up with video games, and people growing up with video games now will be able to distinguish that. Yeah, older people. I've seen videos of like of Grand Theft Auto videos of like old people watching it, and they think that it's that actually was on the news. Well, yeah, but that's just the evolution, right? Like that's just like, and then we are going to look. But at we something know it's later. a game, so we'll always be able to yeah. go. That's a video game, and then the next like generations from now will look at it too, like the things that we're making, and be like, nah, they can pick it out. Yeah, like they'll be able, just the way that you're trained on it. Like they will just know what to look for and what is not right, and the little tiny things that we would never be able to pick up, pick up on. But 50 years from now, they'll be like, "No, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not even close." Like they just see it. Well, we got some to speak on that a little bit too. Yeah, but good, good pushback. There, you should be skeptical of this because it is just a hypothesis. Uh, are you still going? Yeah, I've got a few more. If you're doing, if you're good, unless okay. you got something to say. Well, no, I was just gonna. Yeah, go ahead and finish. Okay, I got sorry. a few more. He's said. like, sorry, I was just gonna start jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just pause everything. Well, I wanted to just poke a hole in the whole thing, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it. So uh, another one is another soft one is that the news is dumb. If you just look at the news. We're dumb. It's dumb. Our leaders are dumb. We either deserve this, God is mad, or it's a simulation, right? So Mm -hmm. simple one. That's a soft one. Here's a hard one, and we've talked about it a couple times on this show, or at least once on this show. It's that in computer code, there's computer code in quarks. So at the smallest level of, or close to the smallest level of matter, there's fucking computer code. There's a guy named, who's a not crazy guy. He's a theoretical physicist. We hope he's not crazy. His name's James Gates. And he found computer code in his string of equations that was going into string theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, zero, one, zero is basically what they found. And actually, he, he wrote it down as error-correcting codes, which, and he compared it to what make web browsers work. So either God is funny or it's a simulation. Mm-hmm. So goofy stuff. All right, next one, another hard one. This one's kind of fun to think about just because why are there rules in the universe in the first place? Like video games have strict rules that you can't break. This universe has strict rules, speed of light, you know, thermodynamics, gravity, all these things. It just makes you wonder why those exist in the first place. So all of this is philosophical, but very strange. And one hypothesis is that the speed of light might represent the fastest speed for transmitting information within the network of our simulation. So it's, again, a RAM kind of thing. A few more. But so, speed of light slows down. Things it slows down when you hit the atmosphere. Light doesn't. Light does. Well, the light, light just hits stuff. No, light slows down when it hits the atmosphere, and then it bends. That's why when you see the sun going down, it's already been down for five minutes. Or when you see the sun rise, well, no, it's that, not even up yet because the that's light. Just, well, that's how far away the sun is. No, but it's also how it's also how the sun hits our atmosphere and bends. I don't know. I don't know. We got to look at the cover of the I don't, Pink Floyd album. Yeah, but that, but that's not. Yeah, that's no. not. That's not necessarily slowing down. No, it does. Light slows down when it hits the atmosphere. Huh. 
Well, somebody's banging their head against the computer right now. Look it up. I got a couple more for you. Uh, One, it's not possible to prove that we're not in a simulation. It's very unscientific. This is very philosophical because it doesn't follow the scientific method. We can't falsify it. So it's easier to prove that we're living in a simulation like we're doing than it is that we're not, which Mm. is pretty cool. And the main reason for that is that any evidence that could be against the simulation theory could be simulated. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun one. That's That's a a circular logic. That's a a tough argument. It's the same reason reason we can't prove God or disprove God. It's because it's you prove God because of the Bible and the Bible says God's true. It's a circular argument. Yep. Uh, a couple more. I don't know if this is a hard or soft one, but the Goldilocks zone, just the fact that we live in a place where the sun isn't too hot and we're not rolling around in, in any place that can really hurt us too bad. So if we didn't have a nice place to live, we'd be fucked and there'd be no simulation. So there's, that's just one thought for a lot of people. Plus, there's tons of creepy moon facts, you know, why the moon is, the size it is, how about eclipses, all that kind of stuff. They're all very strange. Um, so either God loves you or it's a simulation. Another, another couple this makes more sense than ghosts. In fact, it explains ghosts in a similar, like we were talking about earlier, glitches. So all paranormal aliens, ghosts, dreams, they could just be glitches. So it makes, it makes it say that this simulation is not perfect yet. We may not be in the final simulation. This could be one of many. So, you know, when, when you see lots of glitches, I guess, and it could be news and all that kind of stuff. It also explains occult things and all that deal. Last one. Uh, we know what the name of our pixels are. So imagine playing a video game. If you're in Grand Theft Auto, what is matter? We actually have a name for it. It's called the Planck length. It's P-L-A-N-C-K length. And it's the point in which concepts of gravity and space-time no longer apply. And so it's a pixel, and we have a name for it. And that would be pretty weird. Yeah. That's one of the harder ones, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a bonus one is that our, fr- our brains filter out information. So we can't have all of our memories at once. And that some scientists think that our bodies, our blood and whatnot, are crystallized and that that we kind of tune into wavelengths because of that. We're like a radio antenna. And so all of these things combined makes it look very much like we might be in a simulation. And that leaves us with the last question, like, what laws constrain the coders of the simulation? Or another way to put it is, who made God? So, man, weird. You likely live in Grand Theft Auto 9, bro. The thing, I don't know. I, I just sounds like a bunch of hogwash who to me. Do it? <laughs> yeah, well, well, it might be. There's a lot of, a lot of scientists that have <clears throat> popularized this, but there is a lot of pushback, and there's really good pushback. Like, it would take too much energy. Why is it so complex? If you were coding things, you wouldn't make everything so complex. There's so much waste in the universe. Well, that, so honestly, it sounds... That whole thing sounds like the argument for people who try to argue for a God and that we've poked holes in all over the place. Because if you, if you have, let's say you want to prove something, you're going to look at something and you're going to make arguments pro that thing. So like, if you, if you want this outcome in an argument, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can, this makes this, this, um, What's the f- false? Fu- God damn it! This—it's uh, like affirmation. This affirms my yeah. end goal, so I'm going to. And that to me, that whole thing sounds exactly like that. It's like I want to prove we're in a simulation. Simulation. Here are the reasons why. But there's nothing 
in that argument that like could falsify any of it. That's why this is all philosophical. There's really yeah. no, and that's why you won't see a lot of scientists spend a lot of time, and they kind of poo-poo all of these ideas. Yeah. It, it feel it feels like oh, we have the luxury of discussing. It's like is this where we're at right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, we we're so bored that we're trying to figure out if we're in a game. You know, like <laughs> because it's well, all the other th- theories are pretty weird too. I mean, heaven and hell. That that sounds similar. You know, yeah, that, but it all sounds to me. It all sounds the same, and and there's just no nobody knows shit. No, yeah. well, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Is like I disagree with that. I feel like we have a pretty good idea of how things work, and it's not that. Like we we know that um, to say that there's no aliens. Yeah, you could say there's no aliens in this uh, in this solar system. But the idea that the entire universe, that there's not another living being, is fucking crazy. Billions. And the rules that apply in in space and everything just happen to be those rules. They're not... But we rule- haven't found them yet. That's the problem. Like, if we found aliens, I would be fine. But we, we've we spent a lot of money and a lot of time. And Beca- a, a lot but of we- signals. I mean, there's a lot of been... A lot of scientific studies have gone into space. The universe is a big place. It is. But the <laughs> fact that we have millions of animals on this planet... This is their argument... And zero on any of the other planets is kind of like a. It makes sense as a coder. Well, no, just pretty things in the sky. Not really, because the 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 rule the rule. If you want to say the rules, the rules for life on this planet need to be in that Goldilocks area. Mm-hmm. And to say, oh, we're lucky that we live here. It just we just happen. It just there happens to be all these things aligning to where it allows the life that we know what life is. To exist, it's just perfect. Just, but it's per- but it's perfect for how we live. So, like on another planet, I get there, it. there could be life. Tyson. There could be <laughs> life that's based on that. That's just perfect for this life to exist. Right. You know it's what I mean? Not made of carbon. We're, it's made of something else. Right. We're just self centric to where we think that we are in this perfect place, but. Who knows? The universe could have tried to expand a trillion times, and it finally somehow exploded the right way to put us in this spot but it it tried billions of times and we just see it the one time is we we hit the jackpot and now it's all about us was there any of those that made you go hmm that's probably a good point no okay yeah i mean some of them i mean and just i mean i'd like to just uh, just a quick correction on what brian and i talked about we were kind of saying the same thing by saying different things about light and speed and i was saying yeah it slows down once it hits things but you were saying like it once it gets uh, not reflect diffract diffracted 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 yeah it gets bent but it's hitting something like it's something is making it bend like that's so we're saying the same thing by not saying the same thing yeah it travels through the vacuum exactly. at light speed yeah exactly um, no but I was gonna say going back to the point of like just uh, this uh, speaking on the whole simulation thing is how like how intricate and f- fucked up you. Like needlessly made the simulation. That's the best argument, I think, against it. You like you could have done it way more proficiently. Yeah, all the wasted space in space, dark matter. All of it is a waste. That's it's, why it doesn't you, make sense. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. wasted it. Like humans are made like like fucking weird. There's parts of us that make no fucking sense 
Like you could have been way more. That's why Have you ever made a bad build on NBA 2K23? You know what I mean? You're like, ah, shit. I, <laughs> I don't know. Roll shouldn't have put that appendix in there. But yeah, if you exactly. were all, if you knew the best way to do something, you would like a trial and error. That's how evolution works. Wait, yeah. And why? Why would you just wait around with a, a shitty built simulation? It's like they let the yeah. the intern build it. Right, but if they're going for a specific thing, like say it's climate change and they want to solve that or whatever, you know, maybe you don't have to make everything that's not related to climate perfect. There's been a lot of crazy arguments. I definitely recommend people looking into the, both yeah. sides of the arguments. They're pretty good. See, but here's uh, – can I push back a little bit on that? Um, I'm all for exploration and figuring out, uh, figuring out things and letting science f- figure itself out. But I'm also against like – Putting an argument of something on the same level, like creation versus evolution, to me, they shouldn't even be spoken about on the same level. You don't want want to teach the debate, bro? (laughs) Yes, because because creation to me and to most science, people who have figured out how things work reject Mm -hmm. creationism. So to put that on the same level as... The way that we think things worked, it's 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 uh, giving you're giving life to that argument that I don't think deserves to to be there because it's it's convoluting this whole idea and we can't teach certain things in school because it it goes against creation and all that and which well, is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, well, we have very limited. We have, we have the same viewpoint on it, but we also have very limited view. Uh, as in, like we are accepting and exploring our own bubble, and our bubble is point. Zero 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 zero. But let's figure out our bubble exactly. So we're looking at our bubble. To so to say that there's no way that anything else could happen is equally as insane as saying that this is like just because we like this is what we're figuring out about our bubble. We have no idea about the rest of the. But that's what I said about the universe, like not being life on other planets. We're on the same. Yeah, we're on the same page. A lot of scientists that have talked about this have put the the number as fifty fifty chance that we live in a simulation. The fact that we live in a base reality is pretty hard to believe, gauging from the fact that we'll be able to probably make computer simulations that we won't won't be able to understand the difference with smells and feeling in the future. But just because we can create that doesn't necessarily mean... Like we're 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 very smart and we've figured out a lot of things. That so that doesn't mean just because we can figure out that someone else didn't figure it out and that we're in that thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's the pushback. Likely we kill most creatures in the universe that could do this. Don't survive that long to even get there. But yeah, mm. you guys, all your pushback is totally rational and reasonable. No, but I like. I, I think it's fun. It's, a it's fun, sure fun to. Yeah, it's a fun. To entertain. I, I, yes. I think it's going to be the other way. It's going to be the other way around. We're going to still be in our own bubble. And we're just going to have, like, I don't, the, the simulation being on a grass, like, outside of our bubble and outside of our control, I think we're going to create our own simulation inside of our bubble. And that is 100% believable to me. Everyone's going to be strapped in and sitting down and playing a, a world that feels real without doing nothing inside of our own bubble, mm-hmm. 100% in. The fact that it's outside of that bubble and beyond that, uh, with how, how limited our senses are. Fucking, I don't know about that. Good Pretty luck. Nuts. It's yeah. it's fun. It's fun to to entertain ideas because it's fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. But where I have a problem is when those things like flat Earth, that kind of stuff. Like once it's once it becomes a conversation, like that we oh, maybe we need to have this conversation in to with kids and in schools. It's like 
We no. we know <laughs> so much about certain things that we know that that's not a thing, right? Like to enter, so to give that thing life is it's it's entertaining the idea that this is even possible. Yeah, is I don't know. It's it's to me it's it's fun to explore, but it's, it's also not to you don't. Yeah. It's not science. It's anti-science. Well, well, science is exploring it. You but they explore it. But they fi- <laughs> we've figured it out. I know. I'm just. I'm you just, know what I mean? Like, yeah. so the idea to like go backwards and sh- that's where I think we fail as as a race is that the idea that we're still stuck and we can't move past certain things that we've already figured out. Yeah, we're not that. We're not that smart. I guess it's kind of where this all comes back down to. Yeah. But so many the smartest people in the world have figured out things that you can, if you just watch a video, they can teach you about how things work mathematically, physics, all this kind of thing. And there are still people that refuse to, that refuse to accept that and still want to believe certain things. And it holds us back. Yeah. I don't think simulation theory is near, near flat earth theory. I think those yeah, are yeah, very, very different. The people talking about them, one, a lot of them have PhDs and then, you know, flat earth theory people are like me, but, <laughs> but not me. But don't you think like those guys giving that, giving that entertainment, like, I mean, it's fun to explore. Like I said, it's entertaining, but do you think they actually like think that we could, you, you might look into it and you might try to figure it out and run the run tests and do the math. But like, do you think they actually think we believe in it? No, one's oh, serious. Absolutely. no, they're very serious. Well, A so lot of they, people yeah, are very they, serious about it. Yeah. Not the, the scientists. No, the scientists that propose this theory are pretty serious. Oh, not we're talking about all different things. Are they? We're talking about flat Earth. Yeah, are they published and stuff like that? You're talking about flat Earth. Are you talking about? No, I'm talking about the the simulation simulation theory. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the most famous of the people that believes this is 100 percent true, or 50 50 chance, and he's our best science. Well, because you can't know anything for 100. percent It's because they found one zero one zero at the base of quarks. Yeah, that that, I mean that's cool. Insane, insane. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's really cool. But that also, I mean, coincidence that everything lined up for us to be alive, the coincidence that it went down to a numeric, numerical code on something that we had created also isn't that crazy. Right. Fair so enough. That. Of us finding ourselves in the things, yeah. yeah. All right. We, we, we could talk about this forever, but let's, let's, move, let's, let's move on. Let's hear from one of our, one of our kids right okay. now. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. All right. Zach! All right. Let's hear what you guys think. Really? You want to talk to me? Wow. That's cool. All right, we've got one email this week. It's a big one coming in from our longtime daughter. It feels like a weird thing to say. (laughs) Catherine, who writes, Hey, daddies, I have a fun work story, but first... (laughs) I love that. I have been here since before the beginning and wait every week for a new episode. I appreciate you guys so much. She was here before the Big Bang. (laughs) Yeah. What what did it look like? What what was out there? What did it blow up into? We need to know. I listen to your podcast all the time, cleaning my house, getting ready for work, at work, with earbuds. I have never laughed out loud at any other podcast. You guys are generally hilarious and improve my day a ton. I use your would-you-rathers as conversation pieces at work. My team always gets really excited when I stroll in with a new one. Also, hi, Uncle Zach! Hi! I missed you! Glad to be back. You guys have said before that you enjoy this aspect of what you do, so I wanted to remind you of it. Also, hello to my fellow geese, sexy goose moan. <laughs> Sorry, this is so long, but I figured it'd make you laugh. So I, I, uh, I figured you guys make me laugh so often I would try to return the favor. Now on to the story. I used to work for a large warehouse and I was responsible for hazmat cleanup. I don't know how much you know about that, but the basic gist is uh, a spill happens. They call me. I come over and neutralize it. We've seen Monsters, Inc. Okay. 
Wachowski. I've never seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it? There's a sock on your back. They call me. I come over. I neutralize it. Clean it up. Bag and tag it. They call it the neutralizer. Yeah. And then it's stored outside in barrels and sheds organized by type of reaction to make sure it doesn't react with something it's not supposed to. Sounds like a fucking dangerous job. You'd be like, shit, dude. I'm just going to put this in this barrel. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, when I take the bags out, I don't want to walk that far. <laughs> just, I mean, listen, you, if you read the side of it, it's just like uranium. You're like, I don't know. I could probably put this in here. <laughs> At the end of the day, when we take the bags out to store and catalog them, we always go in a buddy system for safety reasons. Well, out there one night, putting everything away, we ended up filling up a barrel. So we had to get another one and start a new log. We keep cleaned and prepped barrels in another shed across the compound. I left my buddy in the shed, logging other chemicals, and jogged across the compound to get a fresh barrel. I don't know why it's so funny. Just picture someone mm. jogging in a hazmat suit, yeah. just like <laughs> in the get, yeah, the, gets all the foggy, breath. gets all foggy. You have to reach your hand in there, and <laughs> squeak it off. Compound to get a fresh barrel. Now the shed door props open, but I'm lazy and I was in a hurry. So using my company flip phone as a light, I stepped into the shed and let the door close behind me. I grabbed a barrel, a lid, and a clasp ring and made to leave. I grabbed the door handle, pulled, and it didn't budge. I was locked in. Mm. It's okay. We're fine. I'm fine. I'll just call my buddy for help. That's why we do this. I pull up his contact, the symbol for no signal Mm. burning at the top of my screen. I clipped my phone shut and tried to breathe slowly. I yanked the door again. It doesn't move. Across the compound, he wouldn't hear me if I screamed. But also, that hazmat suit. But. Mm-hmm. And the metal box I was trapped in kept me from calling him. It's okay. He still needs a barrel, so he'll come over and get one and find me, and it'll be okay. But what if it doesn't? What if he thinks I went outside and goes in and nobody knows I'm out here? <laughs> <laughs> that internal panic. Yeah. I get it. I yank on the door again, really put my ass into it. It doesn't move. I'm fucked. (laughs) I can't stay here. I have to get out. It's cold. It's dark. And it's going to get worse. I put the barrel to the side and throw my personal effects effects in it. I stretch my legs and my arms, grab the ankles, yank it down, and pull with my whole body. My feet slide across the floor and the door doesn't budge. I'm officially freaking out. Okay. I psych myself up, crack my neck, and roll my shoulders. Mm. I'm going to throw myself into the door, hoping to unstick it, and then use momentum to- Isn't fling- it a metal? It's a metal room, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> and use the momentum to fling myself backwards and rip the door open. I grab the handle, I take a deep breath, and I throw my shoulder into the door. Next thing I know, I'm face down in the snow. My safety glasses keeping my face from being scored by the pavement. It was a fucking push, not a pull. <laughs> And I'd been pulling it like a fucking idiot. I collect my things, take a few deep breaths, and drag the barrel across the compound to my buddy, who is still cataloging. I step into the chemical shed, red face, sweating, and still breathing hard. What's the problem, yes? Concerned clearly for my well-being. I pause. I, uh, I didn't prop the door open, and it locked behind me. Had to bust out. He faces me completely and looks into my dumb, dumb idiot eyes and says, That door doesn't lock. (laughs) Bye! Your dumbest fuck daughter, Catherine. <laughs> That's so funny. I like uh, the idea of like busting through that and then like falling down and get up and being like, <clears throat> like kind of straightening up your stuff. Like mm, classic. Yeah. All right. And then just and then grabbing a barrel and just like, <laughs> hope nobody was watching. <laughs> going from freaking out to just like, Oh, I'm an oh idiot. shit! I'm dumb, but just uh, you know, and we've we've brushed on it throughout the the time here on Can You Don't. Uh, it's just super stressful 
intense situations, but also wearing funny stuff while you oh, have to yeah. do it. In a hazmat. Yeah. Hazmat. Just the <laughs> like you're in the dark and you're just like, all you have is brushy hazmat suit noises. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this, Catherine. And you're like, you, you, your hands, like you, you, you're stretching out. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> grabbing out of the door. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. God. It's fogging up the, quick, I'm so nervous. And then I get done, I picture being like, okay. And just goes, and just jogs back to the other chemical shed. What, what happened? Nothing. Uh, nothing. nothing. What took you so long? What happened is you're dumb. What? What? Open the barrel. <laughs> you got to bring that one to the- Get in the barrel. Get, get in the barrel. You're <laughs> fucking dead to me. Uh, all right. Well, that's episode 82. A lot of fun. Was. A lot of things learned. Sign up. Be part of the gaggle. Thank you to everybody who's been signing up. That's patreon.com slash can you don't podcast bonus content on the back end of every episode. Got the Instagram and Facebook. Of course, the video version on YouTube. Just search for the show. And then something you want to see on the show. Email that to us at hey guys at can you don't podcast.com. Be sure to check out what Uncle Zach's got cooking. And big thank you for producing today's show. Thanks for that lap time, man. My pleasure. Expanding brains. Check out everything he does at scatcast.com. That's scat with a K. Rate and review our show wherever you listen to the podcast. And a big thanks to the Facebook babysitters that moderate the Can You Don't Playground. Uh, Okay, I have a fun little story. And then we'll head off into the bonus shit. You guys ready? Okay. Zach! Dicks. Good God. Wrap it up already, huh? Like, let's see, let's watch him squirm. Fucking dicks. This is just a fun little story, okay? Mm-hmm. Stumbled across. Back in 1956, a man named Tommy Fit- Fitzpatrick, of course, Tommy, mm-hmm. always up to something, you know? He Tommy. Stole- Tommy. Tommy sounds Italian, and then Fitzpatrick sounds Irish. <laughs> so Tommy stole a small plane from New Jersey for a bet and then landed it perfectly on a narrow stretch in front of a bar Street. he had been drinking at. A narrow street in front of a bar that he'd been drinking at in Manhattan. Two years later, he did it again after someone didn't believe he'd done it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) What's even crazier is the punishment for the first time ended up being $100. Since the charges were dropped by the owner of the plane, the second resulted in six months in jail. You don't believe me? No, dude, Tommy... Tommy just I, the interaction where he just he finishes his beer, slams it down, goes fuck I didn't, and then gets up and puts his jacket on. He's like save my seat, and then he just <laughs> give me another give me another one of those another round on me and just kicks the pub door open, and then flies back with another plane. <laughs> How funny is that, Tommy Fitzpatrick? <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. On a bat, be like, you can't fly a plane. He's like, fuck, bitch. fuck, I can, dude. <laughs> he's like, he's like, not only can I, I'm gonna land outside the bar. I love how he pulls up. He's like, you got to find a parking spot. <laughs> he's he like, just I'm leaves gonna, it right out. He's like, I'm in a plane. He goes like, <laughs> I got it. I got a bird's eye view. I'll find one. God, that was just so funny to me. All right, off to the bonus stuff, everybody. If you subscribe to us on Patreon, if not, rescue kids. We'll see you guys next week. Shoot out fifty six thousand. <laughs>